0: Hello, Roy. Here I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to the Roy Green Show ad free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Is uh, Stephen Gilbo creating a national unity crisis? And if
1: he yes, asks, uh, there's he... no question because he, he, this is the thing. I, I don't think the Constitution is advisory. I think the Constitution was drafted the way it was because our founders realized that we have such a geographically diverse uh, country with different endowments of resources in each part of it, different needs in each part of it. You cannot micromanage that.
0: So there's uh, Premier Daniel Smith from a, from a week ago. We're joined now by the Premier of Saskatchewan, Scott Moe. Premier Moe, thank you very much for joining us. I'll ask you to respond to what you just heard from uh, the, the clip from uh, Daniel Smith, your counterpart, uh, one province to the west of you. But before we do that, may I just get a word from you on the wildfires in the Northwest Territories and in British
1: Columbia? Certainly, uh, you know, most certainly, our 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 hearts go out to everyone that has been displaced and is uh, uh, feeling lost with the, the 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 wildfires that are happening in various areas across. Uh Western Canada and over the course of this summer across uh, the, the entire nation of Canada and uh, this is a time for us to come together as provinces and share in the the, the, the firefighting resources that we have but also share in opening uh, our communities and our, our homes to host those that may be displaced for uh, a period of time and I, I know uh, Saskatchewan has been in constant contact with the Northwest Territories and British Columbia and we're offering uh, all of the resources that we have available and uh, and will continue to until uh, hopefully and 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 we should all be praying for sustained rainfall uh, throughout those areas.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, thank you as well for mentioning the other parts of the country. The, uh, the issue of fires has been uh, dominant in many parts of Canada in the summer of 2023. Now, uh, let me just ask you to respond and react to uh, what the premier of Alberta had to say about the federal environment minister. You and I spoke when it was really just um, conjecture, if you will. That Mr. Gilbo, Minister Gilbo, was going to be coming forward with his plan to eliminate fossil fuels from the creation of electricity by 2035. But he's moving, no pun intended, full steam
1: ahead on this absolutely and I agree with uh, with Premier Smith I'm hesitant to you know throw the word crisis uh, around as it gets used uh, in, in in many instances but most certainly this is heading in that direction this is the uh, the, the most direct assault on provincial rights uh, that we have seen in my period of time of being elected and in my uh, recent memory and they're most certainly uh, this among other policies uh, many brought forward by ministers like Minister Gabot are creating frustration in the Federation frustration that is very real. Uh, We see in Atlantic Canada, uh, with the uh, carbon tax coming in and and being increased in that area, the clean electricity regulations will uh, impact uh, four or five provinces across the province, clean fuel standards, uh, and a number of other policies. And so uh, the frustration in the Federation is real, uh, and it's due largely to the fact that the federal government just continues uh, to exercise and take control away from not only provinces, but Canadians.
0: Premier how much communication did uh, Mr Gilbo provide to you directly on this initiative of his
1: none to myself uh, some conversations with the uh, the environment minister none of them uh, in any way detailed and, and this is not new uh, for uh, the, the federal contact uh, uh, to be minimal uh, in the lead-up uh, whether it be to things that we agree on uh, or whether it be uh, in in areas like the clean electricity regulations where um, you know we're still under the the the, the uh, belief that uh, when the federal government years ago brought the carbon tax in that was because it was the most efficient tool and, and and certainly they wouldn't have to do anything in the way of changing regulatory uh, regulatory um, um, re- regulations uh, like they have been doing each and every day since they uh, have not only introduced the carbon tax, but then quickly said they're going to increase it.
0: Yeah. If this particular plan and initiative by uh, Minister Gilbo uh, takes effect um, and you go to court and you fight it, uh, which I suspect the provinces will do, and the courts side with the federal government, and you're faced with the, uh, the challenge of doing away with fossil fuel participation in the creation of electricity in Saskatchewan by 2035. Can you do it, A? Eh? And if you, if you do do it, what's it going to cost you?
1: Well, there's there's a number of ifs uh, before it ever gets uh, to that point. First, a big if would be uh, there's going to be a federal election at some point in time, and of it's uh, in our opinion time for the, uh, the the direction at the federal level to to certainly change course. Um, and uh, and we believe that is the the simplest and the the straightforward most straightforward way for Canadians to have a voice in the direction of their country. Second, uh, there's there's all sorts of provincial uh, levels of of uh, legislation that are in place. We have our Saskatchewan First Act in place. Alberta has a a similar piece of legislation in, in place that are going to do all they can do to to halt this and to ensure that the provincial jurisdiction and this this assault on provincial rights is not allowed uh, to move forward. This is changing the landscape of our nation uh, changing the landscape by um, Folks like Minister Gabot and I would dare say the Prime Minister, having a blatant disregard for not only the wording of the Constitution, but certainly uh, for the spirit of the Constitution that has kept this country together for so many years.
0: So your sense is uh, that this federal government, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I would gather your sense is this federal government is treating your province of Saskatchewan, Alberta, and other provinces with utter disdain.
1: They, they most certainly are, uh, with, uh, with this regulation. Uh, you know, it isn't, Saskatchewan uh, over decades has, uh, developed the, the, the power generation sources that we have, some 75 to 80, per, 80% of our power comes from, uh, fossil fuels. Uh, we have made investments, significant investments that, uh, have, have 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 shown to reduce uh, those those emissions that are coming from uh, that generation capacity. Most notably is our investment in in carbon capture and storage and subsequent enhanced oil recovery at Boundary Dam Three, unlike uh, any other project operating in Canada. And so we have uh, most certainly uh, made those investments, given the the, the generation uh, mix that we have. We haven't been blessed with hydro like other areas of of the nation. Blessed with uh, neighbors that hi- have hydro like uh, Quebec is with Newfoundland and Labrador. Uh, we most Certainly, uh, have have uh, developed the, the the natural resources that we have to generate the electricity that we have and to wholesale change that in under a decade uh, and to put forward uh, these these clean electricity standards that are entirely out of the federal lane as I said are a blatant uh, intrusion or direct assault on, on rental rights uh, just simply uh, is a minister that uh, has no idea first what he's what he's doing and secondly has no idea of the impacts of uh, his policy change and what they might be uh, with respect to costs uh, to to Saskatchewan residents and, and we're still canadian residents i might add um, but also with respect to the reliability of the grid that we have here winter gets awfully cold in the prairie provinces it does and that's why we don't sleep outside we use uh, our electricity to keep our our <laughs> homes uh, our homes warm and we use the fuel that we produce to uh, to get across what is a, a pretty vast geographical area
0: yeah so he wants to
1: eliminate uh,
0: natural gas in the same at the same time We shouldn't forget that the chancellor of Germany and the prime minister of Japan both came to this country in recent months trying to persuade the federal government to provide them with natural gas that they need for their economies after steps they've taken caused them to run short on energy. And uh, they were sent home. They were sent home packing. They were sent packing with with vague promises and assurances and a pat on the back.
1: Um, they were, they were Roy, and, and this is important for us to, to note. We produce some of the most sustainable natural gas on Earth right here in Canada. We didn't make it available to either Germany or Japan. In Germany's case, they just purchased it from Qatar and the United Arab Emirates less than two weeks later. And so they are going to get the gas somewhere in the world. We should be providing them the most sustainable gas uh, right, right from here in Saskatchewan. And when it comes to regulating uh, our own uh, costs, essentially, of, of how we electric... Uh, electrify our homes I um, mean that is provincial jurisdiction and so with respect to the clean electricity uh, regulations they're nice and the federal government can put them forward and put forward their targets ultimately at the end of the day it's provincial jurisdiction we have put forward our our Saskatchewan plan which is a net zero plan by 2050 which we think will be difficult to achieve but we're uh, committed to doing so um, and that's the plan that we're going to run on so they, they simply won't apply to us because they're not provincial and they're not uh, that the federal government does not not have uh, the right to do so.
0: Premier, how about uh, support from other provinces that are essentially in creating their electricity without fossil fuels? And I'm thinking of uh, Quebec and Ontario. Are you getting support from those provinces?
1: there is a good conversation that we're having and when I speak of the the frustration that we see in the Federation there's you know frustration with numerous policies that the federal government is moving forward with many of them um, most certainly infringing in areas that have uh, that have traditionally been provincial in their jurisdiction or are laid out uh, to be exclusively provincial jurisdiction in the in in the uh, uh, the, the, the constitution that we have um there's other pieces uh, i think other levels of government that are that are frustrating um Canadians as well. We saw some of the discussion in New Brunswick uh, around uh, parental involvement in the classroom or parental rights and some of the, the movement of, of, of that province, uh, followed by Manitoba. You'll likely see Saskatchewan follow uh, in something similar this next week. And so there, there's multiple aspects of frustration that are uh, coming to Canadians and, and to uh, provincial leaders, I think. And and so there is a collaboration among all of the provinces uh, where you'll see uh, provinces of, of like-minded working together. Together on specific interests, like the clean electricity standard or like the carbon tax that's being introduced in, in Atlantic Canada and increased uh, here today. Um, but across the board, I think you'll see a general support and a consensus that the federal government is moving far too uh, too much into areas um, and, and really uh, assaulting what has been traditionally provincial rights in this nation.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Mr. Gilbo is off to China for a conference of an association on environment and climate, which is chaired by the vice premier of the People's Republic of China, who's number six in the Politburo behind President Xi. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, it's it's really hypocritical by uh, a federal minister uh, to be <laughs> working with a, uh, a a country like China, given all of the the where the relationship has gone, and in, in uh, you know accusations of interference uh, with uh, MP Michael Chong and, and others, um, and and then ultimately to have uh, the the approach that he's taken, uh, which is, quite frankly is borders on on illegal if you consider the Constitution to be a, a legal document um, with the the provinces and with with Canadians in imposing the cost that he is on on Canadians in in the policies that he has but then to be quite accepting of what's happening in a, in a country like China and you know let, let's let's face it in, in a country like China they're still building coal-fired plants uh, they uh, most certainly are doing the same in in other countries around the world and I'm not saying that we should do that but what I am saying is we should take a much more measured and reasonable approach to ensuring that we are not making electricity unaffordable, doubling and tripling and quadrupling uh, the cost of electricity, in particular in these inflationary times. And so uh, the fact that uh, Minister Gabo is anywhere else that, uh, th- other than in Canada engaging with uh, his his provincial counterparts on a path forward, a realistic path forward, is troubling to begin with. Uh, the fact that he's uh, in, in China, a place that uh, has nowhere near the current record that we have uh, in Saskatchewan. Or Across, across Canada uh, should make that even more troubling for Canadians.
0: Yeah. Can I just ask you uh, about something you mentioned uh, a couple of minutes ago? Is the province of Saskatchewan uh, going to uh, engage on the issue of parental rights as New Brunswick did?
1: I think you'll see New Brunswick uh, did a, a few weeks ago, last week Manitoba had, had put forward a policy in this space. And I think early this week, you're gonna see Saskatchewan most certainly move uh, forward with uh, a type of similar policy, albeit somewhat different to, to cater to uh, what we've heard from Saskatchewan parents. Um, and I think you'll see other uh, provinces as well, looking to, to enter into this space to provide some some guidelines and some opportunities really for our parents to be involved with their children's, children's education in the school, Uh, and ultimately in uh, what is happening in their classrooms. Uh, This is important, uh, and we've heard from parents uh, across Saskatchewan. And I think it's another point where, uh, although there's frustration uh, across this federation for numerous reasons, uh, there's provinces that are collaborating and working together on uh, all of the issues that, that are important to Canadians.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites and if you like what you hear leave us a review and tell a friend i'm roy green have a great weekend
1: for most of us crime is something we see on the news we never think it could happen to us until it does